Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and have a few beers together and listen to the music. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Go ahead. Make my day. Ladies and gentlemen. You having any of it? Pedro Fernandez. Quiet. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title now for better than 29 years. And straight up today, hour number one, we're talking boxing. But we're back in time with boxing historian, once-beaten amateur, and of course the Former manager of Roberto Duran, Hector Martinez, will be here at about 22 minutes past the hour. This is the Boxing Hour. Then the following hour on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network is the MMA Hour. And I bring in the most prolific writer in the history of the sport, probably in the history of combat sports, at least in my mind. I'm talking about the great Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter and Wrestling Observer Radio Show. So the bottom line is I've got stars, hour number one, hour number two. If you'd like to join us on the toll-free, and when I say toll-free, I mean it won't cost you a dime. Canada, Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, and of course the continental USA and Hawaii. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. down today your wife your kids well how about yourself take a look in the mirror if you're tired of your drug and alcohol problem you need to fix the problem and right now before you hurt or kill yourself or worse yet somebody else call the addiction specialist now at the detox and treatment helpline 24 hours a day seven days a week if you have private insurance we specialize in finding you the right treatment when you call right now you'll speak to a recovering addict who understands what you're going through right now Let us help you break your addiction to drug and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and free. So if you have private insurance, take five minutes of your time. Call right now. I promise it'll change your life. 800-296-1325. 800-296-1325. 800-296-1325. That's 800-296-1325. Hey, developers, are your apps breaking? Users complaining? People freaking out? New Relic can help. You can? We can. New Relic is the easiest way for software developers to build faster, better-performing web and mobile apps. Is it complicated and pricey? Nope. It only takes five minutes to get up and running. Start getting code-level visibility into users using your apps in real time. See bottlenecks, spot bugs, and fix problems fast before they ever affect the people using your app. Plus, New Relic is free. I'm in love. Go to newrelic.com slash radio in the next five minutes, and we'll send you a free T-shirt and give you 30 days of New Relic Pro for free. That's newrelic.com slash radio right now for the shirt and the pro monitoring tools. NewRelic.com slash radio. 
Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99, and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. The great Muhammad Ali bringing us in here, of course, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Speaking of Muhammad Ali, the gloves that he wore... When he won the heavyweight championship of the world against Sonny Liston back in the day, folks, back in the day, fetched a whopping $836,000 via a public auction internet yesterday. I kid you not, 836000 bucks. Okay, of course, he was cash as clay at that point and then, at that point in time. But the bottom line is, February 22nd, as part of a Heritage Auction Sport Platinum Night, almost 50 years from the, you know, the night of the fight, of course, Liston saying basically no moss. The, uh, so the gloves went for $836,000. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. A lot, a lot of money. Wow. But, you know, anything Ali or Cassius Clay uh, has signed or touched or anything like that, it's worth gold. Of course, you know, the other heavyweight champions, champions like Joe Frazier, they were very resentful of that. Very, very resentful. And unfortunately, that's just the way it goes. There's only one Ali. Okay, I haven't been with him and. In public and personal and private functions and things like that over the years, especially in the 90s, um, I could tell you we went to to China. We were in China and we stopped the train. We had our own train. We stopped our train in the middle of this this green area. It was just a big green area, and there was like through this green area, you could, there was an area cut in the grass, and you could see like a little town in there. So we stopped and we got off the train, and people knew who he was there, and they didn't have televisions. They did not have televisions in this little village. I kid you not. The bottom line is everybody knows who Muhammad Ali is. There's no question about that. Of course, the greatest man. What can I say? It was. I don't know. As far as being the greatest of heavy, you know, heavyweight of all time, I, I put Larry Holmes up there. I know some of you are like going, "What?" and you're regurgitating and that kind of stuff. But no, I think Larry Holmes. I think all around, as far as a balanced fighter, as far as an ability to take a punch, as far as the ability to throw in combination. As far as the best jab probably in heavyweight history, okay, I think that Holmes deserves to be regarded as the best heavyweight of all time. Do I think he beats Vladimir Klitschko? Yeah, I do. Do I think he beats Vitaly Klitschko? Maybe. That'd be a tough one, okay? But we're talking different eras. But right now, I would say that Larry Holmes could probably beat any heavyweight in the world, including the great Jack Johnson and Joe Lewis and these kind of guys. Joe Lewis is just too small. You know, I, I, he really was. He was like 205 pounds, 195 pounds. He, he, you know, he, he never got really above 200 and, and looked good. Of course, the, the, you know, the 38-year-old Joe Lewis that fought Rocky Marciano got knocked out in the eighth round, got knocked through the ropes. I mean, that was sad. Much like Muhammad Ali, of course, October 2nd, 1980. You know, having to sit on his stool after the 10th round when Angelo Dundee, the late, great Angelo Dundee, Angie to his buddies, Angelo would not allow him to go out and, you know, take any more punishment. There was like four rounds left in the fight. It was a 15-round fight. Larry Holmes in the other corner. Larry didn't want to throw punches. Let me tell you, Larry has been holding his punches against Muhammad Ali the entire duration. I'm talking about when Ali came back, 71, 72, when he started sparring with Larry Holmes up there in, uh, in, in, uh, in, in we know, where the Deer Lake, Pennsylvania, where his training camp was. Of course, he had the training camp where he had rocks in there and Lewis and Dempsey. He had different rocks, and all these rocks had different names of heavyweight champions on them. But back when Larry was sparring with Ali then, Larry was holding his punches, and Larry was lighting Ali up like the White House Christmas tree. I kid you not, like a butane torch. Okay, so 
I just don't think that Muhammad Ali is the greatest heavyweight of all time. I think that Larry Holmes, prime against prime, would have beat him. I really think so. I think that Holmes was a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger. And, of course, that jab, that double jab, that was a key to beating Ali. It was be able to beat him with the jab. And I think Holmes could have beat him with the jab. The other guys that did beat him, of course, beat him when he was old and slow and that kind of stuff. And Joe Frazier did beat him at a point in time when he had been off three and a half, almost four years. Of course, that self-induced exile. Yeah, he he brought it on himself. He said, I'm not going to step forward and join the U.S. Army. I'm not going to lead other young men to slaughter under my name because they weren't going to send him to to uh, the bushes in, in Malai over there in Vietnam, okay, they were going to, like, use him as some kind of public spokesperson. And he said, I'm not going to allow you to lead, uh, you use my name to lead young men to slaughter. Of course, I think we had, like, almost a couple million a couple million guys fighting over there at one point in time. I mean, holy cow, 58,000 people died in a war that was started on a prank. But the bottom line is Ali wouldn't step forward, took the four years off, 67, came back in 70 fought Oscar Bonavena after fighting Jerry Corey. Jerry Corey, the fight was stopped in like three or four rounds in a cut. And, of course, he, that was his first comeback fight, and that was in Atlanta, Georgia. And I think that was made available, uh, made possible by the fact that the then-governor, Lester Maddox, received some type of campaign contribution. That's, that's what I heard. That's just what I heard because nobody would touch Ali. Nobody wanted to give him a license. Okay, but no, no. They came out. They gave him a license. He fought Jerry Corey. The fight went like three and a half rounds into the third round or the fourth round, and Corey was cut. No surprise there. Corey cut all the time. Okay? But then he fought Oscar Bonavena, and I think he knocked Bonavena down late in the fight. But, you know, it wasn't really Cassius Clay, per se. This was a different athlete at this point in time because he went at Ali had lost a little bit, and he wasn't going to get back for a little while. What I'm trying to say is even if he were to, to – uh, to come back in, in the greatest condition in the world, the fact that he hadn't been fighting, the fact that he hadn't been fighting, the fact that you, you saw him a little soft in those, in those, you know, those years in between. Because he was doing the college tour. That's how he was making money, speaking on college campuses across the country during the Vietnam War. That's what he was doing. Of course, all the while, uh, a jail sentence being held over his head, the U.S. Supreme Court finally said that, no, he is a conscientious objector and he deserves to be recognized as such. And, of course, that sort of freed everything for him, and he got his license back everywhere, and he was, of course, recognized still as the heavyweight champion of the world, even though Joe Frazier was a heavyweight champion, but he was recognized as the heavyweight champion of the world by the WBC, I believe, and Ring Magazine. They would not, he did not lose a title, they would not strip him of that title, and the bottom line is when he and Joe Frazier met in 1971, March 8th, 1971, of course, the mecca of boxing, Madison Square Garden, the fight of all fights, folks, Frank Sinatra, the uh, the great singer and actor, of course, he was he he was the Jersey boy. He was a uh, ringside. He was a ringside photographer for Life magazine. I mean, this fight was incredibly huge. It was the only time I think in the entire existence of my lifetime in which boxing got the world to stop. Just the entire world stop. I'm not talking Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather doesn't get the world to stop. He gets some people to look at him, but he doesn't get the world to stop. Maybe when he fights Manny Pacquiao, but we'll see. But the bottom line is Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier, they got the world to stop. And look at them. March 8, 1971, 15 rounds of boxing. I thought that Ali was close on the cards, but, you know, he ended up losing that unanimous nod. Of course, got knocked down in the 15th round by that Joe Frazier left hook. But, well, you know, at the end of that round, Ali was rallying back and coming back. So he was incredibly tough. But he didn't have the legs at that point in time. And I think that Yank Durham, who was Joe Frazier's manager at the time, he knew that Ali wasn't ready for Joe Frazier, that if Joe kept working it, Joe could outwork him, okay, because he, Joe had been active, and Joe worked, Joe's a workhorse, okay, pumping that left hook, bobbing and weaving, slipping, slipping, bobbing and weaving, pumping that left hook, throwing an occasional right hand to the body. Joe was an effective fighter, okay, no question about it. One of the greatest heavyweights of all time? Eh, I don't think so, but the bottom line is he did beat Muhammad Ali that day, March 8th, 1971, the fight heard around the world and became the undisputed world heavyweight champion, of course. Then he was supposed to fight Ali in like an almost immediate rematch. But he despised Ali to the point where he wanted to make him wait some more. Because, you know, he, Ali took that March 8, 1971 date. The reason why he took that date is that Yank Durham told Herbert Muhammad, who was acting as Ali's manager, as his, uh, his father was Elijah Muhammad, head of the Nation of Islam, um, they told Herbert Muhammad that you either take the fight in March of 1971 or you have to wait until 73 because we're only fighting once or twice a year and we've got things lined up. Okay, But instead, you know, because, you know, 
Ali had to take the fight. And then, of course, the rematch, instead of taking the rematch, Frazier said, no, 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 make him sweat some more. Make him sweat some more, even though he's he's offered like five million bucks. Okay, so he goes to Jamaica and fights George Foreman instead. And George bludgeons him. I mean, he left Joe Frazier in a pile of boxing rubble. He just annihilated him two rounds, knocked him down so many times. At one point in time, he lifted Joe off the ground. But that's Joe's attitude, you know. And then I saw some some films of, of Joe the other day where he was in his, you know, close to passing away. He passed away about a year and a half, two years ago. But he was close to passing away, and he, he was sort of tearful about Ali and some of the things that he said. But, you know, the bottom line is these two guys, they sort of made each other. Unfortunately, Joe did not make the money that Muhammad Ali made. Just the way it is. There's only one Muhammad Ali. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, the American Forces Network, and a big shout-out to everybody in Atlanta, GA. Listen on 3WE. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, and you know this. Me and Mrs. Jones We've got a This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. A 14-by-21-foot shop for under 6000 or a 50-by-100 for under 30000 You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet under $30,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100-by-100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. Call 800-965-1298-800-965-1298. Attention, if you've had hip replacement surgery and suffered any complications, you need to listen to this important legal alert. Major manufacturers have made billions of dollars available to award legal claims for defective hip implants. Thousands of these defective hip implants have been recalled by various manufacturers. If you've had hip surgery and suffered complications, you may be entitled to receive significant compensation to help you deal with your complications. You may be eligible to receive money to help with medical expenses, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Protect yourself by hiring an experienced trial attorney. Our partner law firms are experts and hip replacement surgery lawsuits. Find out now if you're eligible to receive any of the $2.5 billion hip settlement fund. Call now for free information. 800-296-1360. That's 800-296-1360. Who did you let down today? Your wife? Your kids? Well, how about yourself? Take a look in the mirror. If you're tired of your drug and alcohol problem, you need to fix the problem and right now before you hurt or kill yourself or worse yet, somebody else. Call the addiction specialist now at the Detox and Treatment Helpline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have private insurance, we specialize in finding you the right treatment. When you call right now, you'll speak to a recovering addict who understands what you're going through right now. Let us help you break your addiction to drug and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and free. So if you have private insurance, take five minutes of your time. Call right now. I promise it'll change your life. 800-296-1325. That's 800 800- Two nine six one three two five. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. And that was from that plate around the corner. You know, the rope of dope, that was a little bit of the rope of dope, but he was a dope. So he got nailed. Mighty Tower of Power bring us back from the break, but that was the great late Angelo Dundee who passed away a couple of turns of the calendar ago at the age of 90. 
You know, I never, I never ever dismissed anything Angelo said. Angelo was real, but you had to realize what Angelo was saying because he was Angelo Dundee representing a fighter and what Angelo, the real person, said. Because one night we were in Canada, New York. We spent a couple hours together doing radio, and I remember, I remember telling him. <laughs> Throughout this whole hour I had him on the air, I kept calling his wife like Joyce or something like that. Her name was Helen. And I kept calling her Joyce and they sat there and they didn't correct me until we went off the air. So I felt a little bad about that. But the bottom line is he was the great one, Angelo Dundee. Speaking of the great one, folks, my next guest was a great amateur, once beaten, two-time Golden Glove champion. I think that one fight he lost was at the scales. But the bottom line is Hector Martinez, the former manager of Roberto Duran, is in the house. Mr. Martinez, a very good morning to you, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing just fine, man. Now, listen, before we get into history and talking Duran and things like that and where Duran would fit in today with people like uh, Floyd Mayweather and things like that, because we're going to get to that. Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. is going up next week against Brian Vera in that rematch. Of course, I thought that Vera won Vera won the first fight like a, a bit of a mosquito. He just wouldn't go away. He just kept coming back and throwing more punches in Chavez Jr. But they gave Chavez Jr. the the call there. Is Vera going to be able to rise to the occasion again? Is he going to be able to shake that that mental, that emotional thing of being burned? Yes, he will. But I feel that on that fight there, it was the lack of Julio Cesar Chavez Jr.'s conditioning that caused him to underperform. Okay. I feel that in the rematch, he knows he has to come ready to overcome that um, bad decision there. Okay. so that people he could be recognized as a, as a contender again. The great Larry Merchant said that they would not let Julio Cesar Chavez in the same zip code with Andre Ward. Do you think that's true? That is true. Because Andre Ward would like just totally dominate him, like from pillar to post, round to round? I agree. Okay. Um, now, on the undercard, and we'll get into this, Orlando Salido, a tough guy. Mikey Garcia took him out, beat him to a pope, and, you know, he, but he beat... Juan Ma, Juan, Juan, Manuel Lopez, Juan Manuel Lopez and things like that of Puerto Rico when he was undefeated. But Orlando Salido, a very tough dude from south of the border, is taking on Vasil Lomachenko. And Hector, I don't think you've seen this guy, but he does a fight for the WBO featherweight title. But Lomachenko is a two-time Olympic champion who is 1-0 as a pro. He is 1-0. He went 396-1 and as an amateur. The one loss he did uh, had he avenged uh, very, very convincingly. But the bottom line is... Man, 396-1 in his second pro fight. He's going 12 rounds against rugged, tough Orlando Salido. What do you think about that? Wow, an amateur career like that. Whoa, I haven't seen the guy, so I really can't give you an honest opinion on it. But with with an amateur record like that, I know he's coming to the table with some skill. Okay. Kareem Mayfield, the kid from San Francisco, of course, the – the, uh, the Western Edition kid, of course, taking on Francisco Contreras next week. Is Kareem going to be able to rise to the top? Will Kareem be the cream of the junior welterweight division someday? I don't know. I know that um, he relies on that one punch. That's why he's called the hard hitter. Um, I don't know. Hmm. I guess, um, you know, you have to come in and prove who he is. Uh, but but you, you see, I mean, you watch him in the gym. I, you're holding back on me here. You, know? I, you watch him in the I gym. Haven't see, I haven't seen him in a while. Okay. I haven't seen him in, a, in about a year in the gym. So I really, you know, don't want to give an opinion and, you know, hear the guy is ready to prove himself. Okay. When you look at boxing today in 2014 and you look at boxing when we competed and boxing when Roberto Duran and those guys competed, what's the biggest difference? The skill level. The skill level. And, and I believe that because that's why we have somebody like Floyd Mayweather, 36, 37 years old, and who's the pound-for-pound pound fighter of today's time? Andre Floyd Ward. Mayweather and, and Andre Ward. Why? Because what do they what, – what's their strong points? Skill. And they override everybody else. Because it's just the skill. They're not heavy punchers, okay? Their skill just dominates everybody because these people don't want, don't know what to do with these guys. You know, these guys know how to adapt to every kind of fighter that comes at them because it's just their basic skills that controls this. Back in the day, a lot of fighters had a lot of skill. 
Now it's just a few. Why, why do you think that? In fact, you know, I don't want to sound ultra confident or conceited and things like that. But, you know, when I, when I saw the last Golden Gloves, I sat there and said to myself, you know, I don't think these guys would have made it through the quarterfinals back in the late 70s, early 80s, let alone winning titles. I don't believe, I don't believe it either. You know, I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it is um, the, org- the amateur organizations. I believe a lot of the trainers that have passed away don't, you know, have, a lot of the new trainers don't offer what the old trainers offers. So, you know, the, the sport is dying because of that. Hmm. You know, when I look back at, at Duran, and we'll get to him in just a minute, when I look back at Duran, he had Ray Arcel originally and, and Freddie Brown, and, and they were big time in his corner. And, I mean, those guys were like legends, man. I mean, they were like Hall of Famers, no question about that. But what did Duran, what do you what do you think really was, what, what, what Duran, what was he really about? I mean, was he just a street urchin, a guy that came off the street and fought his way out of the hood? At the beginning, yes. But later in his career... I should say later, later in his 20s, he became a master at slipping punches. Roberto was probably 90% defense and 10% offense. And his 10% offense, he was, he was very powerful. But I will, the times I've got to watch him in the gym as he got older, I got to see how he was just so elusive. He was hard to hit, okay? And when he and when he decided to throw a punch, he landed it right where he wanted to. The body shots. Okay. He didn't worry about hitting you in the face, hitting you in the head. It was the body shots. He could. He could. It was like flattening. You know, flattening a tire on a car. He didn't care how fast you're running. He hits you to the body. Pretty soon, gives you a flat tire. Okay. You know. We're talking with Hector Martinez, folks, the former manager of Roberto Duran, a one-speed amateur, a four-speed amateur himself, a two-time Golden Glove champion. Now, I don't think, you know, I hear people say, oh, this guy won by a lucky punch. I don't believe in lucky punches, Hector. I think if you throw a punch and it lands and you threw the punch with the intention of it landing, that's not a lucky punch. Um, yeah, that, that, I mean, that, you know, everything, it, it, it depends. You know, I mean, one guy's, Suppose one guy's getting beat up for nine and a half rounds and, you know, he just swings a punch and it lands. Was that a lucky punch? Not if he, but if he threw it with the intention to land, if he threw it with the intent to land, I don't think it's a lucky punch. He's throwing a punch. I mean, I don't go for that lucky okay, punch thing. Okay, okay, let, let me ask you this. Okay. The guy has 20 fights. He's only won two by knockout. Good point. All of a sudden, he's losing nine and a half rounds, and he throws the punch, and he knocks the guy out. Is that a lucky punch? Hmm. All right. I see that with you. Bottom line is we're talking boxing, folks, until the top of the hour right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and, of course, the American Forces Network, Cable Radio Network, Channel 2. Want to say hello to people in Las Vegas on K-Ship, KSHP, 1400 AM. Memphis, Tennessee, WBHQ. Man, they got the Q going on. I'm talking about the barbecue, of course, in Memphis. No question about that. The home of the great man, the great one, Elvis Presley. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you'd like to join us on the toll-free, that is the number. 1-800-878-7529. I'll take emails at Ring Talk. One word, R-I-N-G. T-A-L-K, ringtalk at yahoo.com. We're going to keep Hector Martinez around for a couple more minutes, folks. And the bottom line is, this is the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 29-plus years now. And, of course, we air Saturdays and Sundays, separate shows on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and the American Forces Network. 11 a.m. Saturday, we combine both boxing and MMA into one hour. 11 a.m. to noon, Pacific Time. Saturdays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Then we come back with Sunday. I call it the grand finale. An hour of boxing, an hour of MMA, all beginning 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. 1-800-878-7529 is 1-800-878-7529. We are a week away, six days away, from the rematch between, of course, Brian Vera and Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. What's going to happen there? Shout me some emails. Send me some emails. What do you think is going to happen there? Hector thinks that, you know, that, that Julio Cesar Chavez will come in in better shape and he'll be conditioned and things like that. I just don't know if the guy's got it really deep down in his soul that he wants to do this. Because, you know, you've got to commit yourself. And he's had issues 
regarding, and I'm I'm not against marijuana use at all, especially medical marijuana use, okay? Um, but he got caught with some weed. He got caught with him some, uh, uh, st- put it, he got caught with something in his body that masked the use of steroids, okay? And, and, and you know, things like that. And he's had himself a little bit of history. And, of course, not coming in the fights and then weighing 190 pounds, 188 pounds after weighing in like a 168. Come on, man. That's not fair. Jose Suleiman rolling over in his grave. No, he was cremated. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-7529. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and, of course, the American Forces Network. Don't let nobody take care of you. Ted, great news! Ace is having a 20% off store-wide bag sale this Saturday. I know, 20% off almost anything you can fit in an Ace bag. 20% 20 off! off. I'm, uh, gonna go fix things. Yeah, me too. The Ace 20% off store-wide bag sale, Saturday, February 22nd only. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Offer good at participating Ace stores only. Discount applies to the regular price of in-stock merchandise that fits inside one bag. Power tools and small appliances qualify for a 10% discount. Additional conditions and exclusions apply. See store for details. Hi, baby. How's mommy's little, ooh, your breath? Ooh, Max, your breath. Love stinks. Don't let bad doggy breath come between you and your pooch. Try Nutrident Complete from Malibone, the natural dental chew that's clinically proven to clean teeth better than weekly brushing. Nutrident's patented cleaning action fights buildup plaque and tartar, the number one cause of doggy breath. Made in the U.S., Nutrident scrubs your best friend's teeth while he chews, so you don't have to. Nutrident from Nylabone. Cleans like a brush, tastes like a treat. Choose delicious chicken, grain-free peanut butter, and puppy bacon varieties. Available at PetSmart, Petco, and neighborhood pet stores. To save money, visit Nylabone.com. That's N-Y-L-A-B-O-N-E.com. Not all water is created equal, so take care of your body and drink Alchemy water. Alchemy's unique formula includes alkaline, oxygen, and antioxidants, which boost your immune system and help your body achieve peak performance. If you're looking for a healthy, eco-friendly alternative to sugary energy drinks, join the many pro athletes and celebrities who treat their bodies right and drink Alchemy water. Visit alchemywater.com. That's A-L-K-A-M-E water.com. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The late Christopher Wallace, you knew him as uh, Biggie Smalls. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking for the world of... Boxing this hour, the next hour on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, we'll talk MMA, of course, bringing in the genius, the most prolific writer in the history of probably combat sports. I'm talking about the great Dave Melter. Hector Martinez, I guess, before I let Hector go, I want to talk about Floyd Mayweather and, and Roberto Duran and that ilk. And bottom line is, I, I want to mention this, Ali's gloves against the uh, that he wore in the first Sonny Liston fight went for 836000 bucks yesterday at an auction. Are you surprised? Not at all, and I'm happy to hear that. That's great. Okay. Let's talk about Duran and Mayweather. And let's, let's 
Does Mayweather fit into that Walter Wade group of the of the eighties? Could he fit in and win there? Yes, I'm starting to believe. Yes, he would have because he has that dip, that determination to win a fight. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't. We nobody has been able to break him down yet. Yeah, but you know, if he was like a uh, if he was a porn uh, a pornographic film, you'd fall asleep during it. There would be no there's no there's no climax to it. This is what I'm trying to say. I mean, it's one round is the same as the next eleven rounds, and and I always thought that great fighters, you know, finish with the near hand, not the right hand, and then grab and hold, but they finish with the near hand, the left hook. Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, um, the only guy I think a really truly significant fighter that didn't finish with the left hand for the most time as far as hooks were concerned was Ali, and he didn't like throwing hooks, but he finished with the jab a lot of the times. I mean, how I just couldn't, you know, the pressure that Roberto Duran will put on him, like he put on Ray Leonard in that first fight in Montreal in 1980, of course, the June 20th fight, I don't think Floyd Mayweather could have hung there, man. Yeah, but the thing with Floyd, you know, he's 36 years old, Pete. He's not going to come out like a 28-year-old beast, okay? But he's, he's never been a beast. Okay, he's he's going to come out. He comes out and he does what he has to do to win the fight. You know, he wants to he wants to end his career, you know, being able to speak and 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 not, you know, suffer what some of these other fighters suffer after a long career of boxing. All right, he's he's really being careful financially, health-wise. You know, we as the fans, sometimes, you know, we don't appreciate that because we want to see, you know, a rough fight. That's entertainment to us. But from his perspective, he's doing the right thing. He's capitalizing on the financial side of it. And hopefully that he comes out of boxing and says, you know what? I could still think straight. I could still see straight. And that's what you call a successful businessman. Good enough. So, you trying to tell me right now that he beats Duran, Leonard, and Hearns? No. He doesn't beat any I of those guys. That. Well, I don't think so either. But, you know, could, okay, so there's three guys you mentioned. Could he be, you know, on the list of number six, seven? Yeah, I think so. Okay, last question for Hector Martinez. Last question for Hector Martinez. We'll let him go, folks. Of course, he is a busy man. Um, is Adrian Broner... The, the at welterweight fighting too big for his body because he just didn't, doesn't look like he he looks like a fat welterweight. Well, that that could be, but because of the competition level, Pedro, you know he's challenging himself to get up there where you know the marketability is at. So you know he may not be walking over these guys like he was probably able to do at 135, 140. Okay, so he's willing to take on the challenge. And that's what's made it interesting. That's what caused him to be defeated, okay? And that's just better for boxing. Let him take on the challenges. Okay. Good enough. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, who's a tougher challenge, Marcos Medina or Amir Khan? Marcos Medina. No question about that. Thank you so much for your time, man. Say hello to your kids and stuff. Thank you. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the great Hector Martinez, folks, a brilliant man, both in boxing and in life. I mean, he is just absolutely stunning as far as his intellect is concerned. You are listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Now, I'm going to go back to this card next Saturday night, HBO Championship Boxing, of course, bringing us this rematch between Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. and Brian Vera, but I don't want to focus that much on that. I want to focus on on this undercard fight between Orlando Salido and Vasil Lomachenko. Now, Kevin Perry thinks that Lomachenko is showing some incredible set of stones here by challenging a, a you know a guy that can go 12 hard rounds and beat you up for 12 hard rounds and take a liquor for 12 hard rounds. It doesn't matter. Salido's usually in there for 12 hard rounds, with the exception of a fight here and there. Okay, But he is a rough, rugged competitor. He comes from across the border. He's bringing that Mexican pride with him. He's done it before. He's making money. In fact, he's probably one of the least talented. I, I, I don't think he's that talented. I think he's more tough than he is talented. Okay, And when you see him apply his skill set, you're not all that impressed. But you're impressed with his toughness and the fact that he can hang in there and take a licking and come back you know, and still punch and things like that. So he's got that going for him. But he's taking on... Vasil Lomachenko, who, as I said, was 3,396-1 as an amateur, a two-time Olympic gold medalist, okay? Wow. Un- unquestioned, the, uh, the best amateur pound-for-pound in the world. 
Okay, not back in the day uh, when Mark Breland, of course, went from amateur to professional. Mark Breland took his time. He was considered the best amateur statistically of all time in the American in the United States. I think it was like a, a hundred and something in one or something. I mean, he was incredible. Okay, in the one fight that he lost, I think he avenged and. Mark was an excellent amateur, of course, the 1984 Olympic gold medals. But as a professional, he was exposed a little bit. He couldn't, he couldn't endure the punishment. He didn't crack that hard. The bottom line was at 147, you know, he was just a bit of a non-entity. In fact, if you look back at the, the films, the television films with him fighting Jorge Vaca, I believe in Sacramento, California, you'll see me catching. That's me catching Mark Breland as he's coming out through the ropes there <clears throat> at the Arc Arena, now the Sleep Train Pavilion. Of course, the house that Tony Lopez built back in the day when Tony was the first the 130-pound uh, champion, of course, of the IBF. Then he moved up to <clears throat> 135 pounds, captured the WBA crown. But that was a house that Tony built as far as boxing is concerned in Sacramento, California. Now there's really no boxing in Sacramento. It's all about MMA, of course, Team Alpha Male, you know, I mean, Uriah Faber. What more can I say as far as, as Sacramento and that area is concerned? But boxing, it used to be a hot, hotbed. Back in the days when Don Charger was rocking and rolling with his wife, Lorraine, and their partner, Sid Tanner, I mean, it was, hit, it was a place to be. There were always great fights there. There really were. Bobby Chacon fought there. I mean, Tony Lopez fought there. Well, Jorge Paez fought Tony Lopez there. I mean, there were some great, great fights. Of course, the Paez and Lopez fight broke uh, box office records for that, for that time. It did. And then the only fight that's beat that in California, I think, up until uh, of late, was the, uh, was, the, was the fight in L.A. between Oscar De La Hoya and Sugar Shane Mosley, the first one that they had at the Staples Center. But that, that's how long that, that record held up. Tony Lopez and Jorge Paez, as far as, you know, packing people into an arena and the average uh, and the gross. And the gross was just incredible. You got to give it to those guys. Jorge Paez. Tony Lopez, Rocky Lockridge, those guys, man, Loretto Garza, the WBA junior welterweight champion, of course. These guys were all Sal Lopez. I can go on and on. As I said, Chacon. I mean, these guys were all part of Sacramento boxing. Sacramento was where it was going on. Sacramento, listen, Sid Tenner, the late Sid Tenner, was a bookmaker. He was Don Chargan's silent partner, but he was a bookmaker. In other words, he took bets on sports, and, and you know, that's that's the way it was. I mean, that's what he did for a living. That's that's a that was that was Sid. Sid was an, a nice guy, and he was a bookmaker. You can yes, they can be one and the same. And he was a great guy, one of the greatest men I ever met in my life. Okay, but Sid Sid had a weakness for for sports. And one time he had a furniture store where he's selling like stoves and refrigerators and that kind of stuff. And some lady came in, and she wanted to buy like this small appliance. And it was during a game, and Sid had a lot of money riding on the game. So Sid says, the lady says, can I pay you for this? Can I pay you for this? He goes, lady, lady, just take it and go. That's how much he was into the game. That's how much Sid Tenner was into the game. One of my favorite guys. I got to see him before he passed on. Of course, he was an iconic figure. Him, Don Chargan, and Lorraine Chargan, all three should be in the Boxing Hall of Fame, the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Of course, Chargan himself inducted a few years ago. But no, I'm telling you, all three of them should be because, you know, Chargan, all those, he was a war a week guy from the Olympic Auditorium, and he had some some tenure in the game before he met Lorraine, of course. And he, I think he met Lorraine in the 60s, and then he was uh, be, uh, the boy promoter in 1951. He promoted that first car down there in San Jose, California. So he's been rocking and rolling since 1951. But the key, the glue to that whole promotion was the wife, Lorraine Chargan, the late Lorraine Chargan, and the late Sid Tenner. Sid Tenner sold the tickets. Lorraine Chargan did all the paperwork. And the bottom line was Don got on the phone and made the fights. And once the fights were made, it was Lorraine's char- – it was, you know, the promotion was in Lorraine and Sid's hands. And guess what? They took care of it. God bless them both. I miss them both. Sacramento boxing. Will it ever come back? Otis Griffin, of course, he was like the contender champion. Remember that? It wasn't a contender champion. He was the next greatest – remember that NBC did the contender and then somebody else came back with like Fox came back with Oscar De La Hoya and that kind of stuff. And, and Otis Griffin, he won that tournament, but he couldn't turn it into any box office success. In Sacramento, California, they still have club shows up in Sacramento. But as far as the big show arenas, I'm talking about the big, big show arenas. That ain't happening. No more at the Arc Arena as far as boxing is concerned. MMA, still very big in the world of boxing. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Kareem Mayfield, of course, the kid from San Francisco, one of my, <clears throat> I want to say protégés, but I, I, you know, I've, I watched this kid since he was a baby fight. I really have. I mean, he had a little bit of a late start, but... 
watch him grow as an amateur and, of course, become a undefeated professional. And much the same manner, I watch people like Sugar Shane Mosley and, and Andre Ward. I mean, Andre Ward, <clears throat> Andre Ward hasn't lost a fight since like the 90s. I kid you not. He is the undefeated world super middleweight champion, 168 pounds, awaiting the winner of the Brian Vera Julio Cesar Chavez fight. He's hoping that Chavez can win because he figures that's a big money fight for him. and It's an easy fight. I mean, it is a big money fight. And he gets to slap Julio Cesar Chavez around for 12 rounds because, you know, Chavez is not that great of a boxer. He can impose his will with his size and his body mass. But as far as his, uh, as far as skill level is concerned, no, that, that ain't going to get him across the finish line with Andre Ward. He can try to bulldog Andre Ward, come in at 190 pounds, things like that. But Ward just, Ward's been fighting bigger guys his entire life. When he fought in the 2004 Olympics in Athens, Greece, People laughed. They said, you know, he's fighting 178 pounds. He's, he's only a 160-pounder. He's going to lose. He's going to get beat. Pedro, you're wrong. He won't win the gold medal. He should have fought at 168. Instead, he let Anthony Durrell fight. Andre Durrell fight. Uh, Anthony Durrell fight at 168. And, of course, he didn't medal. I think he got a bronze. But the bottom line was the only gold medalist in a long, 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 long time. Before that, before that, get this. Before that, it was David Reed. In 1996, okay, and then of course Oscar De La Hoya in 1992. That's how that's how bad it's gotten as far as amateur boxing is concerned. And Hector Martinez brought this up a little earlier. The teachers aren't there, so we're not getting guys in the Olympics that are of world class stature. They're all getting beat, okay? They're all getting licked. No gold medalists. Come on, man. They're like there's there's like 15 weight classes or something like that. You can't get a gold medalist from the United States. Things are hurting as far as the amateur program is concerned in the U.S. of A. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The godfather of soul bring us to the break. What's happening in Houston? Let's salute everybody on there in Houston. This is the godfather of soul. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and the American Forces Network. Like a sex machine. Get on up. Get up. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Attention, if you've had hip replacement surgery and suffered any complications, you need to listen to this important legal alert. Major manufacturers have made billions of dollars available to award legal claims for defective hip implants. Thousands of these defective hip implants have been recalled by various manufacturers. If you've had hip surgery and suffered complications, you may be entitled to receive significant compensation to help you deal with your complications. You may be eligible to receive money to help with medical expenses, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Protect yourself by hiring an experienced trial attorney. Our partner law firms are experts and hip replacement surgery lawsuits. Find out now if you're eligible to receive any of the $2.5 billion hip settlement fund. Call now for free information. 800-296-1360. 800-296-1360. That's 800-296-1360. Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it 
or you have it and you think it's too expensive and you probably feel like you don't have any options we can help we are insphere insurance solutions we offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money whether you're self-employed on a cobra plan that's about to expire or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, InSphere Insurance Solutions can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. InSphere Insurance Solutions is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. I think um, a realistic rematch is probably... Probably Carl Frost because you know he the guy just he's very arrogant he talks a lot and he's convinced him to his fans that you know he'll do better the second time around and it's not a fight that I'm chasing but I mean if if, if he feels like he can do better I you know I, I'll happily oblige him and I think that's a big fight because believe it or not I have a really big following in the UK really big following and uh, I have a following obviously here in the United States and, and I just think that if we come together. Because the bad blood is real. We really don't like each other. It's not something that's fake. And I think people have sensed that and feel that. And if we fight again, he said that the only way he feels he can beat me is by knockout. And I'm definitely going in there to stop him because I felt like I could have stopped him if, if I didn't go into our first fight injured. So it's just, I just think it's a lot of intrigue with that situation. But, yeah, I've, I've been fortunate to, to beat a lot of top guys at 68. But it's always movement, like I said, at 60, you know, 75, and even 68. And, you know, a guy is one fight away from being that guy. So I don't worry about not having anybody to fight. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I made them. Yeah, I made them just like a like a tailor makes a suit of clothes. The horns of the mighty Tower of Power bring us back from the break. This is the boxing hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We're going to hook up an app. On our website, ringtalk.com, that's R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com, for the iHeartRadio network. So we'll put an iHeartRadio app on the website. Kevin Perry will get on that this week. The bottom line is, of course, we are live on the iHeartRadio network Saturdays and Sundays. And, of course, you can go back and listen to all the prior shows via our website, ringtalk.com, itunes.com, sportsbyline.com. We're all over the place, no question about that. Bottom line is, though, we got to talk boxing till the top of the hour. The fight's coming up. I'm digging them, folks. March, of course, the first, the Chavez-Vera rematch, and the Lumenchenko and Orlando Salido underneath. But pay-per-view on March the 8th. I don't know if I'd pay for this or not, but Canelo Alvarez, the once-beaten Mexican fighter who I said was green as guacamole. They called him cinnamon. I said he was green as guacamole, and he was against uh, Floyd Mayweather. He's taking on double-A Anfredo Angulu, of course, a former contender at 154, trying to make his way back and against Canelo Alvarez. I guess that's probably a fight that Alvarez will be slightly favored, if not maybe two, two and a half to one. Leo Santa Cruz is on the undercard. He's taking on a very tough Mexican Christian Mahares. No question about that. That should be a pretty good fight for the WBC Super Bantamweight 122-pound championship. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. Next up on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, we talk MMA, UFC 170, Ronda Rousey. Still unbeaten? Stick around for hour number two and I'll tell you. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the Radio Race, folks. Having defended that title off for better than 29 years, I thank you so much for being part of the longest-running fight show in history. 